ever heard of the theory of general relativity? It's what Einstein is famous for. In his calculations, he started to realize that the universe was not eternal. It had a beginning. Now this leads us to the law of causality. Everything that came to be needs a cause. So Einstein clearly knew that if the universe had a beginning, it needed a cause. Let's go to the Big Bang Theory. There was no space, no time, and no matter before the Big Bang. The universe emerged out of nothingness. What does that mean? Since it's impossible for the universe to be able to create itself because it didn't exist, in order to be able to create itself, nature and the universe itself was just a big effect that was caused by, what are we left with? An extremely powerful, extremely intelligent, precise, given the precision that our universe was created with, personal entity that is capable of existing outside of time, space, and matter. That can't be nothing but God. And for people that are like, okay, well, how do you know that it's like Christianity's God? There's only one God. But there's a very famous astronomer named Robert Jastrow. His credentials as a scientist are impeccable. Being agnostic, he's not even a Christian. He said that all of the essential elements of the Big Bang Theory line up with biblical creation. Because this is how God works. God speaks something and then science runs to catch up with what he said. Science doesn't create anything. Science studies creation. Let me just answer a question that I always get. Who created God? what I say? I said everything with a beginning. Everything that came to be needs a cause. God didn't come to be. God is eternal. The way a lot of people thought the universe was until science disproved it. So God doesn't need a cause or a creator. He is the cause. The universe is the effect. Don't just take my word for it. Go look into it for yourself. One more thing. Evidence is not a substitute for faith. Following God is not a matter of evidence or proof. It's a matter of the will. You have to want to do it so you can have the peace that you're looking for. And if you don't want to make that choice, no amount of evidence is going to convince you to. You have to want to. Oh, how I love that that young lady brings the truth. Whenever we're talking about God and about science, Hope you go back and listen to that again because she dropped some profound knowledge that is the truth that science, quote unquote, studies creation. Think about it, brothers and sisters. These wacko scientists out here are constantly trying to prove something that has already been observed in nature. What is nature? Nature is God. Nature is everything that God is. And as she said, the Big Bang Theory, you know, whenever people try to think that the Big Bang Theory, you know, that was nothingness that created nothingness, which is absurd. What it is, is something that those people, those quote unquote scientists, they cannot wrap their head around the fact that God is outside of anything they can comprehend. They think they're so smart. Even Einstein, who is the scientist that most people like quote, follow, emulate, all these things. That guy knew that science was different than creationism. Creationism is the facts that everything was created by almighty God. We were not evolved from apes. I know I wasn't. I know you weren't either. And I know that because I choose to have faith in almighty God 
I choose to have faith in what the gospel reads. I choose to have faith in what the Bible says. Yes, it was rewritten a couple of times. Yes, it's been translated into multiple languages. Yes, all of these things are true. But if you get detached from that and don't learn the message, you're no better off. Because think about it. The math books that you learn in America, that we learn here in America, they're also translated into German. They're also translated into Arabic. They're translated into all these different languages, but because they have been translated into other languages, you don't stop learning math, do you? No. You continue to learn it from the language that you were able to interpret. And that's what the power of God has done, is being able to provide. The Bible is the most printed book in the history of the world. It's the most read book in the history of the world. It's the most purchased book in the history of the world. There's got to be truth in it. And there is. If you have the will to want to learn and want to get close to God, it's there for you. In the book of Matthew Chapter 7, verse 7, it says, Seek, and these shall find. Knock, and the door will be opened upon unto you. That is what God does. But it's your will that he is allowing you, even though he gave you birth by giving you life, he's still giving you the option to be with him or to be with the world. That's the will that the young lady said you have to have to have faith. It comes up to your will, your willingness to do it. I can't do it for you, but I continuously come out here on Sundays to try to encourage you to build the relationship with God Almighty. He's here all the time with you, with us. Omnipresent, omniscient means everywhere all the time. He's here with us. You can get to know him. All you have to do is ask. And Jesus Christ is here to show you the way, the truth, and the life. He's here. Get to know him. Get to know Jesus Christ. He will change your life. And for those who don't know Jesus, let S.M. Lockridge tell you about him. Because Jesus is the greatest phenomenon to ever cross the horizon. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for knowing me. Get to know him, brothers and sisters and non-believers. Get to know Jesus Christ. He will change your life. The Bible says my king is the king of the Jews. He's a king of Israel. He's a king of righteousness. He's a king of the ages. He's a king of heaven. He's a king of glory. He's a king of kings. And he's the Lord of lords. That's my king. I wonder do you know him? My king is a sovereign king. No means of measure can define his limitless love. He's enduringly strong. He's entirely sincere. He's eternally steadfast. He's immortally graceful. He's imperially powerful.
powerful. He's impartially merciful. Do you know him? He's the greatest phenomenon that has ever crossed the horizon of this world. He's God's son. He's a sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He's unparalleled. He's unprecedented. He is the loftiest idea in literature. He's the highest personality in philosophy. He's the fundamental doctrine of true theology. He's the only one qualified to be an all-sufficient savior. I wonder if you know him today. He supplies strength for the weak. He's available for the tempted and the tried. He sympathizes and he saves. He strengthens and sustains. He guards and he guides. He heals the sick. He cleans the lepers. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. He delivers the captives. He defends the feeble. He blesses the young. He serves the unfortunate. He regards the age. He rewards the diligent. And he purifies the meek. I wonder if you know him. He's a key to knowledge. He's a wellspring of wisdom. He's a doorway of deliverance. He's a pathway of peace. He's a roadway of righteousness. He's a highway of holiness. He's a gateway of glory. Do you know him? Well, his life is matchless. His goodness is limitless. His mercy is everlasting. His love never changes. His word is enough. His grace is sufficient. His reign is righteous. And his yoke is easy. And his burden is lighter. Can't live without him. Well, the Pharisees 